are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Head on over to builtbar.com for 20% off of your next order with promo code Locked On. Today, we are here to talk about the unfortunate performance that was Saturday night's game against the Canucks. And of course, we are going to take a look ahead at tonight's matchup against, yes, the Canucks. But first, go ahead and head on over to your favorite podcast app and make sure you are subscribed and following this show. We never want you to miss an episode here at Locked on Flames, so if you're subscribed and following, you will never miss an episode. But now it's time to talk about the weekend. And no, I'm not talking about the Super Bowl performance, but uh, just a heads up before we get too far into this the maintenance people have decided to start drilling and knocking down walls at 3 30 p.m um they (laughs) they've been working downstairs all day but i guess now they decide to do the heavy duty stuff (laughs) right when i start to record but anyways the flames holy cannoli well, let's start out with the good news, okay? Connor Mackey, he made his NHL debut. And that's about uh, right where the good news ends. <laughs> the Flames were outshot in the first period drastically. And if I remember correctly, it was like 20 to 9. No, like definitely like 20 to 2 or something like that after the first period. Unfortunately, I couldn't find the period stats. But when I saw the Canucks racking up those shots on goals, I knew. (laughs) I knew that the Flames had no chance, and they just were not energized. They were not playing a competitive game in the slightest. And I genuinely think that this is the worst that was the worst game that I had seen from the Flames in the past year of me covering them. It took the Flames 11 minutes to register a shot, which was very rough and the final uh shots on goal tally was 46 to 19 and that's nearly 15 at uh, 15, sorry, 50 shots for Markstrom, and when I was typing these notes out this morning, I was a little nervous that he was going to need to take today as a rest day, and um, we were going to see our good friend, David Riddick, but good news is Markstrom's in goal tonight, and Sam Bennett scored the lone goal for the Calgary Flames on Saturday night, uh, upping his trade value. Sam Bennett, uh, nope, sorry, Michael Backlund, unfortunately left the game after only playing four minutes and 27 seconds due to a lower body body injury. So we will see if he is playing tonight or not. And the power play, um, (laughs) 0 for 3 again. And just overall, the Flames played like crap. I don't... 
I don't often say that, you know, I think it's easy to pinpoint when one thing goes wrong, but I genuinely think that everything that could have gone wrong for the Flames went wrong. They just were not competitive at all. And it looked so, um, you know, disappointing to watch. I had it on in the background because I originally I was super excited to watch this game. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to hop on game night with my friends. And holy smokes, um, my game of guess who was more intense and competitive than anything that the Flames put out. But unfortunately, that is just the way that hockey goes sometimes. But coming up next, we're going to talk about some more positive things. And we are about a month into the season now, and we're going to see who ranks where among the leaders in points, time in the sin bin, and plenty more. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me over on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. You know, I feel like this podcast is a very negative podcast, <laughs> but then again, isn't that every podcast? At least I'm not a man yelling at the clouds meme sort of thing, like from The Simpsons. I think that over here at Locked on Flames, we are very passionate and we yell about things that matter. But anyways, Johnny Gaudreau leads the point, leads the team with 15 points and uh, power play goals. There's three of them. Elias Lindholm has 14 points and leads the team with three power play assists. You know, Elias Lindholm, we got to talk about him for a second because I believe it was last week he had the game-winning goal against the Jets, and he looked great. I think that he is somebody who is severely underrated and underappreciated. And of course, you know, those terms kind of get thrown around a lot. But when you look at what he does and how he's able to produce offensively, you know, put some respect on his name. Matthew Kachuk clocks in at number one for most penalty minutes with 13. I feel like that was a lot lower than I anticipated. I mean, I didn't think it was going to be like a half an hour or anything like that, but I thought we were going to see at least maybe like 15 to 20, but Elias Lindholm and Milan Lucic are tied for second with 10. That's that's a decent amount too. Matthew Kachuk also leads the team with 45 shots. 45 shots. I don't know why I <laughs> was going to keep going there. <laughs> he leads the team. Sorry, I have had so much espresso today. It's kind of disgusting. I had two cups of coffee before two, and now I'm on to a third. Let's all take a coffee break. So if you follow me on Twitter, you're going to see a lot of great takeaways from tonight's game. Um, <laughs> something I noticed, I was kind of shocked, but no one on the team has a single shorthanded goal. I thought that somebody would have had one, but according to Hockey Reference, they don't. Uh, Sean Monaghan has the most even assists, even strength assists, good girl, good Goodness gracious, we are just struggling over here today. And Andrew Mangiapane has seven points. And that kind of shocked me a little bit because I know that he got off to a very... I, 
I don't say very slow, but you know, he didn't come out of the gate, like flying out of the gate with everything, but his late start, um, hasn't stopped. You know what I mean? Like once he started, there was no putting an end to this. Um, I thought, I really think that he is just going to continue to trend up and, you know, last season he had, I believe it was 32 points and you know, a career high. So we know what he's capable of doing. And that is exactly why I think everybody should kind of lay off of him and focus on the good. Again, <laughs> we are channeling positive energy onto the flames. But again, we cannot just focus on the offensive aspect of the game we need to give credit where credit is due. And Chris Tenev and Noah Hannafin are tied with defensive point share de- defensive points shared with 1.1 apiece. Um, you know, I think that the Flames are honestly like it's not one tough loss is not the end of the world. And I think that the Flames kind of have this mentality that one loss means it's time to snowball into a, uh, you know, three-game losing streak and then have a two-game win streak, and it's not really a streak, but, and then just kind of fluctuate. It's just like a bunch of waves up and down, up and down. But I'm hoping that this Vancouver road trip kind of sorts them out because, you know, there's not a lot of time to waste. I believe we're already a quarter through the season. So it's time to get on top of it and really, really just bring it home. (laughs) Show everybody that you can make the playoffs and, you know, have a successful run at them. But, you know, again, we're getting down the path of negativity so we are going to stray away from that and coming up next we are going to be discussing tonight's game and you know kind of taking a peek at what changes might have been made is there anything to speculate on what is Jeff Ward doing differently is he going to do anything differently is it time for things to change on the bench. But first, a word from our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar you will ever get your hands on. I love them, especially now that I am back in school and don't really have the time to sit down and eat a full meal. I will sit down and grab, um, you know, a carrot cake bar and shove it (laughs) and, you know, just enjoy it while I am writing, taking notes, or waiting for classes to to start, but they are healthy. They are great for anybody who is trying to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a in a sweet treat. They are covered in 100% chocolate and they taste like a candy bar. They're soft and easy to chew. And that is my one thing about candy bars, unless it's a Kit Kat, I need to just be able to just chew it. And it it can't be a chore. And, of course, Built Bar offers that. And you can head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off of your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. Super Bowl's over, folks. 
we got a little bit to go before baseball starts, but you know what you can bet on right now on Bet Online AG? Hockey and basketball. Head on over to betonline.ag and place your bets today, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use promo code locked on. Head on over to betonline.ag and use promo code locked on to secure your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline AG, your online sportsbook experts. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, Jacob Markstrom is getting the start tonight, which is exciting because, you know, much respect to David Riddick, but when you are going into another game, especially like when these are like mini series that they're playing right now, and I think that consistency is so important because, you know, you get a feel for what's out there. You get a feel for the ice, for the players around you, the team around you, the uh, you know your opponents and things like that. So I feel like throwing David Riddick out there would be a little bit unfair to him. And I'm not saying that he is necessarily, you know, like this horrendous goalie that should never start again. And, you know, this is Riddick's team. But I do think that he is going to be playing more of that backup role than he did last season. And, you know, I think a lot of people took it hard when Cam Talbot kind of took over the starting goalie role after the All-Star break, and he just kept, you know, pushing and had just had this great momentum underneath him. And <laughs> Cam Talbot is not on any level near uh, Jacob Markstrom by any means, but, you know, having somebody who can come in night after night and save 30 shots and do all this <laughs> and still win is fantastic. But uh, we don't know. We don't know what Jeff Ward is thinking in terms of, you know, when is he going to give Markstrom days off or anything like that. And I'm not necessarily sure there's a pattern there either where Marky will start five and Riddick will come in for one or two and then Riddick will sit and Markstrom gets the net for another five and something like that. You know what I mean? Like we see in Boston where it's kind of like a uh, rotational basis where it's every other game or Tuke is on two and then Halak's on one. It just, I think it's more of a situation where Markstrom is going to be playing a majority of these games and it's going to be on a maintenance day sort of schedule rather than any real rotation. (laughs) But in unfortunate news, you guys, uh, Michael Backlund is a game-time decision, which is better than his original listing as day-to-day. I know that that's probably why these lines aren't coming out, because you can't really project a line with a game-time decision in there. But part of me is kind of hopeful that he will be back, and I would love to see some of the same lines. I think that the only person that really needs to come out is uh, Mackie. Unfortunately, I just don't think that I'm not entirely sure that Vancouver is the best opponent for him right now. Now, see, I don't have his stats in front of me, and I know that he is the easy scapegoat, but I think that Nesterov in on the back end is a more secure option 
than having a, having some fresh blood out there. Again, nothing against Connor Mackey. I'm sure he's a wonderful kid, but I I just I don't know. And again, Jeff Ward, if you're listening to this, Zach Ronaldo is not the answer. Thank you. <laughs> I was looking online while I was taking notes, obviously, just to kind of gather some stats. And I meant to mention this when I was talking about Jacob Markstrom, but apparently he stormed off of the ice during practice and then he came back down the tunnel and fist bumped a an assistant coach. So now was this him being frustrated because he couldn't he wasn't performing well in practice or he, you know, his head was in another space, like, you know, he just wasn't there. Uh, you know, maybe Jeff Ward said, oh, you know, if, you know, you don't look too sharp out there, you're going to have Riddick start or something like that. Or did he just have to go to the bathroom really bad? Because I know, listen, I, these goalies, they have a lot of equipment on all of all of the players do. And they got to undress, go to the bathroom. Like if you're in a rush, that's got to be somewhat problematic. And I'm sure he's fine. I really wouldn't read too much into it. I know people are going to read into it, but Markstrom's got to do what Markstrom's got to do. And Kachuk is still looking for that 100th goal. So hopefully he reaches that milestone tonight. And I will have a full recap of tonight's game up for y'all tomorrow morning. I hope you have a fantastic Monday. And don't forget to follow me over on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. And I will have more Flames coverage for you later this week. Bye-bye.